0: my name is Sarita. And my name is Raina. We are both past patients with Mexico Bariatric Center and we are here to break the stigma of having weight loss surgery in Tijuana, Mexico. We will be covering all things bariatric to help you get the most out of this weight loss journey. On this episode, we are going to be talking about mistakes to avoid after surgery. Yes,
1: because um bariatric surgery is a great solution for long-term weight loss and helping you maintain a healthy weight. But um, it is not the easy way out. No. And it does take a lot of discipline.
0: and um, take, it's it's a tool. It's not magic. It's yeah, not, you're not gonna lose weight overnight. Um, it It is a great solution, as Rena said. For maintaining a healthy weight I am five years seven months post-hoc
1: yes. and I've been
0: maintaining for four years oh, almost four and a half years actually yeah so doing a good job at it too thank you. yeah so
1: it, it is it is an effective tool for <laughs> um, treating things like obesity and mm. and, um, and morbid obesity um, but you do have to follow those guidelines um, and avoid some risky mistakes Um, so we're going to talk about some of the most common mistakes that we see patients make and, um, go from there.
0: Okay. So the first mistake that most patients possibly make would be not drinking enough water. Right. The body needs water to aid in the healing process, to aid in the healing process after surgery. Yeah. Um... Getting enough water in also helps you feel more energized. Because if you don't get enough in, you get dehydrated, you start to feel weak and dizzy and nauseous. You might even, you know, faint. I fainted once. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. It was very scary. I was dehydrated one time, and that was post-op. Um,
1: I've had I've had like dehydration headaches, mm-hmm. but um, I don't know that I've I've never been like dehydrated Mm -hmm. um, enough to faint
0: that would scare me it was also very hot and you know i probably should have had more water that day or more fluids and i didn't and it was pretty scary yeah
1: so one thing that keeps me motivated to drink water is that you actually um lose more weight drinking more water so a lot of people don't know this but when you lose weight it has to go somewhere right where does weight go how does it leave the body does it just it doesn't evaporate, right? So, you actually lose weight by uh, through your urine. So, yeah. fat processes out of your body through your urine. So, the more water mm-hmm. that you drink, the um, more not necessarily the more weight that you lose, but it also increases weight loss just from drinking water. So, it helps keeps me motivated. It's like I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. I gotta drink water. I gotta flush it out. Right. So, true. Um, yes keep up your hydration so you can keep up your weight loss keep it up keep it going um and then water also increase i mean water also helps you avoid um some pretty serious like detrimental health issues such as dehydration
0: right dehydration is not fun yes yeah so you should choose a sugar-free hydration again
1: sugar equals carbs equals fat yes again sugar equals carbs equals fat and and then one of the reasons we iterate reiterate this so much is that one of the number one um causes of weight gain is liquid calories so it's always um important to try to stay away
0: from sugary drinks i mean i know that they say in there you can do like um, fruit juice and you know um, dilute it but really try and stay away from that because there is sugar in fruit juice
1: there is and, and it is okay to do it like that first you know phase like, there but,
0: but try to wean yourself away from it yeah it's not an everyday thing it's just to mm-hmm. get you through that hump of the first phase right because yeah it doesn't hurt in that phase right but definitely
1: <clears throat> wean away and you know, a lot of people say, well, I just can't drink water. Water is so bland. It's mm-hmm. so plain. Or I hear people say water gives me heartburn. I'm not going to argue with them on that because before I had surgery, water did give me heartburn. So I get it. Um, but you can do things like adding lemon. Mm-hmm. My favorite is lime. I love adding lime to water. Right. Um, I tend to drink just room <laughs> temperature bottle water. That's
0: really my go-to. I mean, yeah, I'm fine with that or cold. And, and I add Mio yeah. drops to mine. for flavor. Um, I've never had a problem with water.
1: Right. So So sometimes in the summer, you know what I really like to do? I like fresh and fruity. So in the summertime, I like to add some raspberries in my bottles of water. Yes, and raspberries are so soft and squishy Mm -hmm. that you can just drop them down in the bottle of water, Mm -hmm. put the lid on and shake it real aggressively and then you got some super yummy
0: raspberry flavored water low in natural sugar yeah and then there's cucumbers like you can do cucumbers yeah yeah there's all kinds of things you can lots
1: lots of things to add without Mm -hmm. going to um crazy Crazy, sugary drinks. natural sugar is always if you're (laughs) gonna have sugar natural sugar like from fruits is always better right so another mistake that patients make often is um, not taking post-op vitamins. Right. So they think, oh, I don't need vitamins, especially like gastric sleeve patients. They're like, I just had a sleeve. I don't need vitamins. That's not true. Um, for the at least the first year, recommended two years, but at least the first year, you mm-hmm. need to take those vitamins. Um, if you don't know what vitamins to take, reach out to a nutritionist um, or... Cerrito or either one we will get that information for you Mm -hmm. um but you do need to take vitamins it's crucial to adhere to appropriate vitamin intake Mm -hmm. um you're eating such a low calorie diet at this time your body's not used to that your body's used to higher calorie diets prior to surgery Um, so you do want to
0: make sure you're taking appropriate supplements Right, and you may not show consequences immediately, but you definitely will over time. Right. Your levels may seem normal, you know, your labs, right. but then they'll begin to drop, causing a series of health issues. Right, and listen, especially like <coughs> bypass, if you
1: had yeah. any mal- malabsorption procedure, bypass, um, whether it be mini bypass, RNY, or, or, the the, or, the, or the DS, make sure you're on taking your vitamins. It's so important. And you, like Sarita said, your labs might be normal that first couple of months and you think, oh, my labs are normal. I don't need these vitamins. But the thing is with these supplements, you don't know that there's a problem until there's a problem. And then it's hard to fix the problem Wait, until it's too late. Yeah. Cause you're going to be looking at things
0: like heart loss, heart, heart disease. Yeah. That's what I meant. Heart, decay. <laughs> heart so, disease. So, some things that could happen heart disease. Yes. Loss of bone density. Mm-hmm. Tooth decay. Right. Memory yeah. loss. Oh, that's Macy. Difficulty focusing. Uh, yeah, that's me too. Fatigue. But I take my vitamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Impaired vision. And let's talk about hair loss. Oh, hair loss. So, I did not have any hair loss because, well, I know I can't say because, but I did not have any hair loss. I took my vitamins, stayed hydrated, got my protein in first, took my Biotin. I don't know, maybe part of it was genetics, but I did not lose any hair. She's got great change y'all. Italian, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I did have some hair loss with the first surgery. It wasn't too
1: bad, um, but I did have it. Uh, My second surgery, I had less hair loss because Mm -hmm. I was more proactive with vitamins. So, I have Mm -hmm. a little regimen that I did. I did... um, I was already taking vitamins because i had sleeve um and i had weaned off a lot of them because i was three years post-op so i didn't really need a lot but um one thing i did right before um my second surgery my DS surgery is i started i started doing biotin Mm -hmm. and vital proteins collagen and so i maintained that up up through you're supposed to stop taking vitamins two weeks before Um, but I still kept taking the collagen Mm -hmm. all the way through Mm -hmm. and then maybe not like the week of surgery uh, because I didn't take it with me to travel and I was gone like 10 days with my extended trip. And then, um, but I did start retaking that biotin, I mean that collagen when I got back. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't have much hair loss, but I was very proactive and I was also very, uh, as soon as I could take vitamins again, I also started taking like Mm -hmm. zinc and Mm -hmm. vitamin E, and um, all the vitamins that help with hair, so um, I didn't have much hair loss at all with second surgery, Mm -hmm. and I just, I I
0: attribute that to being more proactive with the vitamins, Right. right, yes. I did not know it was a thing until long after I had surgery. So, and so you started helping patients with it. Yes, right? <laughs> I had no idea that was, could be a thing that could happen. Yeah, and, and hair loss
1: is so. usually like the number one thing that people ask. Am I going
0: to lose my hair? Mm-hmm. Like it's a
1: it's a pretty big deal. And the answer it's a million dollar question though because
0: you yeah. cannot guarantee we you can't. will not
1: lose hair. But vitamins help. <clears throat> whether you're you do or you don't, vitamins are going to be your mm-hmm. thing there.
0: So another mistake that patients may make is not following the pre-op or post-op guidelines it is yes. very very important to follow the guidelines and you know it's just as important yeah. to follow pre-op as it is post-op right. for your long-term success right, right. yes this surgery is a, a tool to eat less it is not mm-hmm. magic it is hard work sometimes It is. it gives you time to create healthy habits and the pre-op also um gives you the tools so it becomes natural it becomes a habit
1: right and by restricting your stomach to a smaller size um you're you're only eating a you know a small amount of food so um so you have that time to develop those habits. Yeah,
0: very important to follow the Pre-Act diet. It's helping prepare your body for surgery, right. shrinking your liver, which we talked about on the previous podcast. Um, it's important to follow this um, to avoid the risk of complications during surgery. Or cancellation. Or cancellation. Because you could
1: get to TJ and get your surgery mm-hmm. canceled. And And I've said this before and I'll say it again, um, your cousin's mother's brother's sister, that girl on (laughs) Facebook, might have said that she ate a hamburger the day before surgery Mm -hmm. when she was supposed to be on crew liquids and she still had surgery. Well, she She got got lucky lucky. Um, because that is not always the case. We see canceled patients Mm -hmm. um, regularly who ate food and they got put to sleep and then there was food in their stomach and they got canceled and they right. had to pay for their flights they had to pay for their labs they had to pay for the hotel right. they had to pay for the driver services right. and they had to pay for the attempt to do surgery so they just right. lost all that the anesthesia money. the yeah. surgeon the surgeon's yeah. fees the everything it's so you might
0: as well have just paid for surgery right and they will know if you did not follow the pre-op guidelines they will know cause they will know. they literally see inside your stomach yes mm-hmm. <laughs> literally
1: and then the post-op diet Right, it is super imperative to make healthy food choices um during post-op diet mm-hmm. uh for so many reasons mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. again you're learning you're learning there the things mm-hmm. that you eat are what's gonna make or slow you're gonna lose weight okay like right. You may um, be on the lower BMI range, Mm -hmm. um, which means you don't have a lot of weight to lose. And you
0: will lose slower.
1: And so you're going to lose slower. If you're choosing food choices, even if they're soft foods, so they fit in the phase, Mm -hmm. but it's not a healthy choice, um, you're you're adding more calories, you're just going to slow your results, and then... Mm-hmm. um it's just an important time to learn it's a learning
0: right. curve there and, and that is why you go through four phases you mm-hmm. have goals in each phase in phase one your goal is to stay hydrated in phase two liquids. your goal is to get in your protein thicker liquids right thick yes. liquids three go, goal your goals in phase three are to start weighing your food Right. And your goal is your soft, solid, right. soft, yes. solids. and your goal in and you're supposed to be following all the previous goals as you move right. into your phases And goals in phase four is to follow all the other goals from the other phases and transition to solid food. It's very important to try one new food at a time yes. to see if you are able to tolerate it.
1: Right. And whatever you do. Do not skip phases. Like, don't Don't go from clear liquids to soft foods. Like, you can't do that. You have to go through that thick liquid phase. Um, And again, so-and-so's mother's brother's cousin's sister girl on Facebook might have said, hey, on day five, I was eating eggs. Right, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because that person probably also
0: reported a complication that was Mm -hmm. probably their fault. Right. And you do not want to rupture anything no um we've seen it happen it's
1: it's all there for a reason um not only are you learning to um, make healthy choices through this but you you are trying to heal the inside of your body Right. right and it's just detrimental to to do that so just don't don't skip your faces mm-hmm. don't don't skip ahead don't no. get in a rush just go slow yes you can if you if you don't follow guidelines you're gonna you know you could potentially
0: mm-hmm. um
1: have stomach and gastrointestinal right. problems right. um or some other major complications
0: yeah yeah we've seen
1: everything yes and I think we already mentioned that that post-op diet is
0: there, and it helps you. If you follow it, it helps you lose weight at, um, at a good rate. Right. And you are going to have stalls while your body catches up and, yes. and adjusts. And we get this question all the time about the three-week stall. Yes, it's real sometimes. And just do what you're doing. Trust the process. You're
1: not done losing weight. So you're not done losing three in three weeks. Promise. Trust, trust us promise you're gonna lose more weight right yes and just just trust the process Mm -hmm. just keep doing what you're doing people say all the time what can i do to break the stall well Mm -hmm. you don't really have to do anything i mean sometimes later on there's things you can do Mm -hmm. um but and we'll go over that in a whole another episode um but uh, another thing too is Always weigh your food. Don't don't mm-hmm. skip that. That's a mistake people make, especially long term. Right. Um, they think I know yep. what you know. You don't want to you don't want to consume more than eight ounces at a time long term. Right. Six to eight. Um, but if you're starting out with like three to four ounces of meat and then like the two three to four ounces of vegetables, right. you know. Next thing you know, you're like your eyeballs have grown. And it does it over time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So as your eyeballs grow and you eat more, then you're stretching your stomach more. And the next thing you know, more so than stretching your stomach too, you're numbing your your receptor, your pressure receptors. And And you'll never get that back. You can't get that feeling back. So Mm -hmm. people say, well, my stomach is stretched, so I can't, I don't don't get full like I used Mm -hmm. to. It's probably more so that you've numbed your pressure receptors than you have actually stretched out your
0: stomach right. too much. You're just not feeling that restriction yes. because of the receptors. Right.
1: So mm-hmm. weigh your food. Weighing right. your food will prevent you from numbing those right. pressure receptors. And, and if
0: you eat protein first, it's gonna keep you full. Yes. And you you're not going to need to eat every couple hours.
1: Which goes into um, our next mistake. Snacking. Yes, snacking too much. So snacking too much, um is a is a habit that a lot of people pick up um it is and you're not weighing snacks um you're just grabbing them and eating them yes walking by the counter and grabbing some cheetos i did that recently Mm and um so i noticed that i think over the course of about two days i ate a whole bag of cheetos like three or four at a time every hour
0: so (laughs) Don't yeah. do that. And they go down very easy. They, they do. They consider slider foods. They, they slide are. right down. And yes. they taste good and they, they don't make you full. Yes.
1: And everybody says they eat popcorn and there's nothing wrong with eating popcorn in small doses. Um, but it is a slider food so be careful with it. Mm-hmm. The thing about
0: snacking is that you're just giving yourself extra calories that you don't right. need. And you know, right after you have surgery, you know, for the first one to two years, Mm-hmm. Roughly, this is the time that you're going to be losing weight. Yeah, this is when you're going to be losing the bulk of your weight. So, yep, you know, avoid the snacks. And then once you reach your, once you get past that honeymoon mm-hmm.
1: phase and you're um, snacking, well, you're not. You're going to have a hard time maintaining if you're throwing mm-hmm. extra calories in for no right. reason. Now, um, you'll hear me tell people. You'll hear me say all the time that my daily um, meals look like meal. Three hours later, is like a light snack. Mm-hmm. Three hours later, a meal, and you know that a planned meal is not a snack necessarily. No. It's like a planned snack is not a snack. It's right. a plan. It's part of your plan. Yes. Yeah, so, um, but walking by a counter and grabbing Cheetos—that is—that is not. That is plan. called grazing, actually. Yes. That is not a plan, <laughs> and don't do that. So, right. um, what are some good ways, Sarita, to avoid um, not snacking?
0: So keep everything out of plain sight. Yeah, like don't leave the Cheetos Um, on
1: the counter if you have to keep stopping to eat them.
0: Plan your meals, plan your snacks, have them in a place where you have access to them. Don't leave anything on the counters. I know some of us have children and husbands and things like that and they may be different, but put those snacks away, have yours accessible to you and you can stick to your plan.
1: Right. Right. And so that way you're not adding the hundreds of calories for no reason to your body.
0: You will definitely start gaining. Yep.
1: You will, or you'll, you will will slow your weight loss. Yes. In the early phases. Um, and now, uh, so Sarita, let's talk about another mistake, um, that that we see with Mm -hmm. um after bariatric
0: surgery that is Mm -hmm. alcohol drinking alcohol does not provide any nutritional value no it doesn't it is loaded with calories and sugar and what is
1: sugar sugar equals equals carbs carbs, which equals
0: fat right
1: right yes and so you know in alcohol alcohol every single gram of alcohol has seven calories Mm -hmm. that the body has no use for no nutritional it's value none whatsoever mm-hmm. um and you know drinking alcohol post uh, bypass is um is even more important like not drinking alcohol post bypass is even more important or avoiding it i should say because mm-hmm. um with bypass you are the alcohol is getting into your bloodstream a lot faster right at a more rapid rate and right. so um you're liable to be Um, very intoxicated very quickly um, which could be dangerous Um, especially if you think prior to surgery you could drink a lot Um, and it didn't affect you. It Um, will definitely
0: affect you now. It will affect you
1: differently for sure Mm -hmm. Um, and so it it's the thing about alcohol is that you can drink alcohol in the future. Um, It is it is not uh, really advised. Uh, like we just mentioned, alcohol is full of sugars and calories that you don't need. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to do it, you want to wait at least eight weeks.
0: <clears throat> um, yes, eight weeks. And at least. It's a really sensitive subject, but there is also something known as transfer addiction. Yes. Very slippery slope with alcohol. Yes. Um, and we will address that in the future podcast but yes. that is something to be aware of, um, you know, it happens to patients. It does, we, we do see transfer addictions mm-hmm. um, post-bariatric,
1: especially mm-hmm. with alcohol being probably the number one transfer addiction. Right. Absolutely. Next to
0: shopping. And, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, not really, we'll get into all that later. Yes.
0: Just, yes. That's just me. <laughs>
1: um I like shopping I, I like shopping yes. do I have a transfer addiction or do I just like treating myself mm. I, don't know. I, don't,
0: I don't know we'll talk I don't about know. that later yeah we'll talk about that
1: we'll later. get into that later yeah. um but yeah if you're going to start drinking alcohol you you can consult with a nutritionist um mm-hmm. or your or your surgeon doctor, yeah. or doctor your PCP somebody mm-hmm. um and then don't try it by yourself no um don't try it by yourself and don't try it in public Don't,
0: do, don't unless do you're with a it.
1: trusted person I mean, you know, you can, you can try with a trusted person, mm-hmm. um, but wait eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And then, so another mistake that we see um, is carbonated beverages too soon. Right. Um, if at all. So carbonated beverages are a um, very debatable topic amongst, bari- in the bariatric world. Um, you'll see surgeons say that they cause um, the stomach to stretch You'll see surgeons say that that's not true you'll see surgeons vary from every end of every spectrum mm-hmm. on carbonated beverages and Wait. there's even some debate about it amongst our surgeons right <laughs> um but one thing that remains true amongst all of them is that you do want to avoid carbonated beverages for at least that first eight weeks right um especially the first year if possible mm-hmm. um drinking Carbonated beverages can put you at different risk of different things Mm -hmm. Um, One of the most important things in the early phases is bloating Carbonated your your tummy is tiny and if you're filling your tummy with air um, Well, you just blew it up, right and so bloating um, would kind of you wouldn't know if you were bloated from uh, gas pain Right Or if you're bloated From a more serious Complication right. um, So it's better To avoid <clears throat> um, Especially in the That early
0: part Yeah I um, don't drink soda I I hadn't drank soda In probably 15 years Yeah So
1: I'm not a soda drinker not, But yeah. I mean I, There are some Carbonated beverages That mm-hmm. I like Yeah Some um Well some I, zero I Yeah I can't stuff. have soda
0: For a different reason Yeah I, I issue with bladder spasms. And so I quit soda completely and I don't want to ever go through that again.
1: Yeah, and things like, even if it's not soda, um, so soda specifically, again, is a lot of sugar. right? And sugar equals carbs equals fat. fat. Um, And then sodas and other, even if they're non-sugar, like zero sugar Mm -hmm. style energy drinks, um, they have caffeine and so caffeine, leads to dehydration. Right. Um, and and consuming things with extra calories again it can cause lack of
0: weight loss. Right. And you don't want to drink your calories and you know you don't want to get back into that cycle of drinking soda every day because right. sugar equals carbs equals fat. Yeah. And again you will not lose weight. You may gain weight. So yeah. I suggest you know trying to stay away from it. Altogether, together yeah water water is good for you. water is your best friend right water is your best friend it really is and how did you choose
1: soda when you can choose water and water promotes the hydration you need to lose more weight and your whole goal in this is losing weight
0: and i think right. um the most important thing about you know the carbonation the acid can also cause gastric erosion over time.
1: It can, a lot of carbonated mm-hmm. drinks have right. the the acid, acids in them that cause that. Right, so that, that's
0: important to know.
1: It is, and uh, drinking a lot of, with acid erosion in your stomach, you know, it can lead to things like indigestion, which is no fun. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody wants that in their no. life, right? Mm-mm. So what would you say Sarita is probably your biggest mistake, um, in your journey?
0: Um, okay. So I I already know this, this one. Transparency here. So I, after five months of losing weight consistently, I thought it was okay to eat popcorn every day Oh. and I gained back 12 pounds. oh from popcorn from popcorn okay it was truly popcorn see and right slide of food and i thought well it has protein (laughs) (laughs) it also has a lot of carbs yeah so after a seven month stall and gaining 12 pounds i got serious about my journey and cut out the popcorn Okay. <laughs> really got serious and lost another 50 pounds by strength training, yoga, eating right, meal planning. I mean, just got really serious. Yeah. And met my goal weight and have been maintaining ever since. So, that's about four, four years or so. Four yeah, that's and a half years. Awesome. Yeah. So, you know what I think my biggest mistake is? Hmm.
1: Oh, I don't really know about the... big. I think my biggest mistake is not drinking enough water. Like, water is my best friend, okay, but... I get busy during the day and I just forget. And next thing I know, like I know that I need to drink one bottle of water between each meal. And if I don't do that, then it's hard to get in the, at least the 64 ounces a day. And a lot of times I'll go from like, breakfast to it'll be like almost dinner time and I've had like one bottle yeah. and I'm like, ew. So I have like this big note on my desk that says drink water and I have mm-hmm. reminder set on my phone. Okay. But if I'm busy, I just, I forget. So that's probably my biggest mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just at this point not making time for more water. But I think my first mistake, which is, um, was eating entirely too much, uh, ranch seasoning with canned chicken and an avocado salad that I didn't—I don't know what I was thinking. That was a mistake. It was a mistake. It was a big mistake. So I, I told that story in our in our mm-hmm. post-op mm-hmm. thing. But just to reiterate, I, I thought that for my first soft solid food, I would do a canned chicken avocado ranch thing, and I had bland food up to that point, so. Hey, I thought I'll add the extra ranch seasoning, and
0: yeah, that was gross. That, was, that made me sick. It's the only time I got sick. Um, um, yeah, so I did make the mistake yeah. of um, trying caffeine too early, coffee, oh. and proceeded to have a dumping syndrome. My oh, one yeah. and only time with your with your with my coffee creamer, creamer, so, all yeah. that sugary right. liquid. Yeah, so that was my other mistake. That uh, happened once. Do you have any other mistakes? Can you think of any other mistakes? Mm, I can't really think of anything. I really, really follow the guidelines still. Yeah. And because I really want to be successful, and I want to, I want everyone to be successful. Yes, that's me what we too. want. We we want everyone to be successful, and um, I want to, I want to be there to help others mm-hmm. get through their journey and be successful. Yeah. I
1: think too, um, a, another mistake, um, I don't know if I would call it a mistake or a learning lesson, maybe it's both. But um, I have gotten off track and, and once I ate like sugar, um, it was really hard to get off of eating sugar. So like, oh. even prior to surgery, I was not a big sugar sweet mm-hmm. eater. Um, but then knowing that I, like trying so hard not to. So like, say I go to an event and have a dessert, a cake, and then like right now I'm craving something sweet because Mm -hmm. I decided to buy a candy bar the other day. Right. So it was a special candy bar. And so now it's just been me fighting that sugar and sugar equals carbs. So what happens is if you eat sugar, then you crave
0: carbs. So it's Um, almost like you have to detox every time You 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 eat something like that and it takes a couple of days to get out of your system and it's, it's like so starting annoying. over again
1: yeah and if you do it too much before you catch it and then you, it's a continuous
0: cycle it of, is and
1: when you try to break it what happens is that you get headaches you get withdrawal yeah, you really you, get sugar and carb withdrawal detoxing from drugs. like there's studies that say that you detox from sugar and carbs mm-hmm. like um the way people
0: and do you know, from like cocaine a lot of patients um tell us that you know they have oh i have such a bad headache i have a migraine and they're detoxing off carbs yeah they're detoxing off caffeine the first few days on pre-op and you know you just have to go through it it's a couple days and then everything will be fine yeah but it's hard yeah i
1: always tell people too if they're booking
0: their surgeries further
1: out and they have a couple of months before they have to start their pre-op I tell them to wean themselves off yes. carbs and sugar. Like, don't try to cold turkey back, no, cause it's that. No, that is a
0: mistake. I had to, you know, cut the caffeine because I booked so quickly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was hard. Yeah, it's a detox. Yeah, the detox.
1: Yeah. That's not really a mistake. That was a not knowing. But right. I feel like if somebody advises you and then you don't take that advice, then that was that turns it into a mistake. mistake right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So. Any other mistakes you got in you no. mind? Uh, like any others, like you've seen from somebody or um, um, eaten no. steak three days post-op. Oh, well,
0: yes. We what have you, that
1: happen all the time. Yeah, um, or apples or potato chips. Right, or let's, yeah. let's don't do any of those
0: things. Follow the guidelines. Uh, that, the guidelines. The best advice I can give, follow the guidelines.
1: Yes, and thanks for tuning in. Thank you. We'll Bye. We'll see you next time. Next time. If you have any questions or want to share your bariatric weight loss journey, you can call or text us at 480-999-4826. Or send an email to podcast at com. You can also follow Mexico Bariatric Center on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Keep in mind, these are the opinions of the host. The views represented do not reflect or define the values of Mexico Bariatric Center. This podcast is sponsored by Emerge Bariatrics and Mexico Bariatric Center. Please visit MexicoBariatricCenter.com for more information.